All right, Lewis, this is episode four. Negative four. Negative four, negative four, not episode four, <laughs> of your um, bizarre counting system. Well, last week we decided that um, the podcast hasn't started. Yes. Because it's not ready. If you're listening mm. to it and you're like, oh, you guys seem a little bit haphazard, a bit slapdash. Yes. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. And so I'm giving us a five-episode run-in. Lewis, to episode one. Lewis, you're recapping. We don't need to recap. Oh, yeah. This is a podcast now. <laughs> you guys listen to episode every, one. It, it's not like people are turning on the radio and go, oh, what did they do 15 minutes ago? Everyone's listening to every episode. Well, I mean, I wouldn't. I'd no. S- I'd skip the, all the negatives. Also, I will say that um, in terms of what episodes you're like, people are actually able to listen to right now, mm. um, it is kind of limited because it was my job to submit... <laughs> The podcast to, uh-huh. I guess, like the apps or whatever. Yeah. And so far, the only app that has like allowed us to be on their podcast is um, Spotify. Yeah, shout out to Spotify. So obviously, all the things we said about how much we hate Spotify and how they don't pay artists. Hey, somehow, that was you. But we, it's only available on Spotify. And that's not because we've done a deal with Spotify. <laughs> no, we haven't um, done a deal with anyone. In fact, a big no. part of this podcast uh, for us is um, that at least for the start, mm. no deals with anybody. No. <laughs> because we... We um we just need we came off um some weird deals with some people that didn't quite work out. Yes, exactly. And we just were like, so now the downside. We can say of it, it was the ABC. The downside <laughs> of that is that now um we're doing it all ourselves. No so deals I'm, for anybody. I'm editing it and you're mm. uploading it, yes. which means we're currently recording episode two, having episode negative four. Sorry, negative four, <laughs> having not released. Episode negative five. Well, no, it is available on Spotify if people want to listen. But we to haven't it. told anyone about it. But the it. only way you'd be able to find out that is if you're <laughs> listening to this episode. But at the end of episode one, we asked people a variety of questions. Now, did anyone get back to us, Lewis? Well, they can't have because no one's heard the podcast we yet. We, we haven't, haven't released the podcast. Told anyone it's out. So now we're oh doing. Oh my goodness! No, this is maybe that's the thing. <laughs> maybe we just keep uploading the podcast. <laughs> Right. No, no, until and we don't promote it until we don't tell anyone it's happening. And because there are probably people out there who might be trying to find Silver Bullet or something, you know, old podcast, or they might be like, "Hey, what are they up to now? What are what what are those old men doing once they (laughs) see that left Triple J?" And they might stumble across it. And if you are. I mean, I haven't looked at the stats. Maybe someone's downloaded the podcast. I don't know. It is actually so funny, the idea that you and I would get together every week. (laughs) Take up, like, my very short amount of free time that I have with my child. And uh, all away from my child, and then use it just to do a podcast <laughs> that we never tell anyone about. It's but a secret podcast. On that, actually, on mm. Silver Bullet, that was a podcast that we did at the ABC. At the ABC, cursed ABC. <laughs> it was a really wonderful podcast, and it was doing very well. And oh, then yeah. it got canned for um, reasons re- outside of our control that no one really understands. But I will say, we do own the rights. We still own the IP to that idea. So what? We will probably do at some point for anyone who is a big fan of um, Silver Bullet. We will fold it into this somehow at some point. At some yeah. point, so yes. Silver Bullet will live on. Yes, in the in this podcast. Once we launch it, which we haven't done yet. Again, this is episode negative four. That's right. Still got a couple of weeks to get our shit together. Once we get into the positives, the positive mm. episodes. I mean, numbers wise and probably vibe wise, mm. um, then we'll um, we'll we'll start figuring out a way to get Silver Bullet in. Here. All right, let's get right into it, Lewis. I have a I have because this the podcast hasn't started yet. Mm. So I'm trialing some ideas for content. Okay, yeah, okay. no, good. This is the time. Get them all out off Broadway. So I haven't talked about this on the podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't really talked about it publicly before, um, but I'm following in your footsteps and I'm going to have a child, right? Oh, we're talking about that. Well, I, 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 I only because we went to, I went to therapy about it last week. <laughs> 
and the therapist seemed to think that um, even though I was saying I don't really want to talk about it, they were like, I think that's because you're in denial about it. Right. Whoa. Which, okay, which, yeah. uh, I, I, which is not like a. I think is a very common thing for yep. soon to be dads because you're mm-hmm. not the one growing the baby and stuff, so yes. it's not as real to you. Yes. Uh, and I and I was like, maybe I was using a veneer of respecting the baby's privacy uh-huh. to, um, to maybe I don't know. Be in denial. I don't know. That's that was their reading. Huge news, everybody. Michael Hing is going to be a dad. No, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, wait, wait. Oh, <laughs> sorry. No, because. I was like, I don't want this to become a parenting podcast, right? Agreed. Because I don't think that's our strength. I mean, I don't know about you, but I certainly don't. I don't imagine it to be. It would. It, I cannot no. imagine it being. No, no, no. My strength. No. But I am frugal, and I think that's relatable. Yes. And I think when you're having a when you when a kid is oncoming, incoming, oncoming, upcoming, upcoming, <laughs> you you st- you start to realize how expensive this 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 little little shit's gonna. Well, this child is gonna be beautiful angel. Beautiful angel's gonna be now. There is a product on the market called a snoo. Now, I think you've had experience with this. I have. Do you want to give people a sort of a two-sentence what a snoo is? Okay. So a snoo is for newborn babies. Mm-hmm. It is a, it's a crib or a bassinet. or It's like a, a tiny little cot for a yeah. tiny little baby. And what it does is it rocks the baby to sleep and plays white noise sounds yes. so that and it senses if the baby is wiggling, mm. and then it rocks it, so it stops you from having to get up all the um, now, through the night. It also, my understanding is, if the baby's crying, mm. it rocks it harder. Correct. Or yeah, whatever, it right? gets it, it rocks more the yeah. more it's wiggling. Okay. So I, 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 not this is not a. Can you tell me how important was that for your for, for like uh, how useful was that to you as a new dad? It was. And I'm not being paid by the Snoo Corporation. Yes. One of the greatest things this in is my life. Everyone, every parent has told me, yeah. if you can, get a Snoo. Yeah. Okay. I will also say um, I borrowed one yes. from uh, a fellow colleague of ours, Declan Byrne. Yeah. So I was, so people were saying to me, hey, you should get a Snoo. Mm. And so I looked up how much a Snoo costs. Oh, they're so expensive. It's like fucking $2,000. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now, now, you're you probably did the same thing. Looked at this thing, two thousand dollars. You thought, "Fuck, I'm not paying for that." And you did a very Lewis Hobber thing, which is ask a friend for help. Mm, mm, mm. Now, I did. I started doing a very Michael Hing thing, <laughs> looking up plans on how to build a snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I so here's what I've done is I have, I've, 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 I've priced it out. Mm-hmm. I reckon I can build one for like at the expensive end, five hundred bucks. Oh. Like, All right. I, my aim is three hundred, but I reckon I could do it for five hundred. Wow! So talk me through the process here. And yes, for non-parents, it'd be very boring. No, 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 no. Because I think people like a wacky contraption. Yeah. Let me say for parents, um, they're going to be right in on this. And for non-parents, let me just say, Michael Hing is basically talking about constructing something so far beyond his skill level. <laughs> um, I can't wait to hear how this goes. Well, okay. So what? 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 What I've? What I've? Because other people have tried this as well. Have they? Well, I mean, not sane people, but other people. <laughs> there have been some wacky engineering types on the internet who have given this a go. Yeah. So uh, I've, I've priced it up. You can just buy a cheap, shitty crib. Nothing matters. Like, that doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. It could be anything. Yep. yep what yep. I'm thinking about is I just need a bassinet thingy on a frame. Mm-hmm. Get one of those for about 100 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Yep. If that. Then I'm, I'm going motor at the top. And then I've got these, I've, I've thought these little straw, like, I guess these like pole things. Uh-huh. I'm thinking about gaffer taping chopsticks. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Right. 
That, and then the motor just kind of, I get it to, like, you know, go back and forth. And then it's going to just swing the thing. Now, then you're going to think, like, how... I haven't I didn't realize it was sensor-based. I thought it was noise-based. So then I bought... You can buy a little Raspberry Pi or whatever, a little computer thing. I have and no it, idea what that means. It's a little... It's like a tiny little computer, uh-huh. right? And then I haven't worked out the exact, exact bit, but they have a soundboard, which I've got all this gear around anyway. Uh-huh. Microphone above the baby... <laughs> Like baby's first podcast, right? And then if it cries, rock, 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 rock. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I I would pay you two thousand dollars to build this. Like I yes. I would do anything to see you build Two? this. Because um, I don't want you to put a child in it. For the record, I think you need to buy it. You need to build then, an well, adult sized one. And then nothing but rock melons. <laughs> what do you mean? As in, as in you got? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got oh, to trial it with rock melons. Of course, of course. I mean, putting gaffer tape chopsticks above a newborn is just such a um. It's such an insane thing to do. Well, yeah, but you got to think as well in this economy. Yeah, two thousand dollars. That's. Do you know yeah. what? It, it's so funny that it didn't occur to you just to not buy anything, <laughs> like to go. I don't uh, need this. I don't. We do, we can't afford the snow. I guess I'll just wake up and rock the b- child myself. Like that never occurred to you. No. Well, I thought because I thought I need a project. You know, I need something to do. I need something to tinker with. I need something to work on. I don't do a radio show anymore, Lewis. Yeah. I only work two days a week. I've got five days to build things. Do you see yourself as a tinkering dad? Oh. Like a, because I. Again, this isn't going to be a dad podcast, or no. a, but I I am fascinated by the types of dad, like mm. the the kind of dad that you can become. There are different kinds, and I'm not. I'll never be a tinkering dad. No, I've always thought I'd be a humidity dad. <laughs> I would always be aware of and concerned with the amount of moisture in the air. That's that's the kind of. I don't know that that dad exists. It's but a subset of weather dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not. Sure. Inter- but as an ind- it's an indoor weather dad. It's ind- <laughs> That's what I am. Because uh, my dad is a weather dad. My dad has a like thou- multi thousand dollar weather vane on what? the roof connected to an app. So he's constantly like checking the checking the air temperature, isometric is, pressure. Yeah, your father no longer runs a, f- a hobby farm at all, does he? No, but he... Um, so why does he need the w- to know the weather? All dads like to know when there's a storm incoming, I think. <laughs> um, oh, actually, speaking of parents, yeah, I thought of a... I, I, my parents have um, just gone back from a holiday to Japan. Oh, yeah? And I was thinking... So without accusing my parents of tax fraud, they have found a way because they're they're doctors, uh-huh. and a classic doctor thing to do is to go on a holiday with a bunch of other doctors, call it a conference, write it off as a tax deduction. And I was thinking, now that we're no longer at the ABC, Lewis, yeah, why aren't you and I doing this? Right? Oh. We need to pick a place we want to go as a holiday, host a podcasting conference, a podcasting conference, broad comedy, you know. <laughs> Ex ABC employees conference. Just an idiots convention. Yeah, exactly. Well, we, no, because it'd have to be something that you do prefer. Uh, you know, idiots convention would work. <laughs> so I think I think a long term goal for our podcast mm. is to is to make it a tax write off holiday situation. Far out! I love that. Mm. I really love that. So I, I mean, I mean, I need income in order to need a tax write off. But well, <laughs> no, no, you don't. This I can't believe we found a topic even more boring than parenting. Well, I just I was like, if you could, so let's just spitball some ideas of where, where like, because you obviously you love the Mediterranean. You know, you'd yeah. like, you'd want to do a Greek island or something. I would love a conference on a Greek island. Do you think we could convince? How many we need? Probably ten or twelve other comedians. Yeah, to come with us to Mykonos or whatever. Yeah, and then you know, by by day we're quad biking. Yes, or whatever that's right. through the sands of Mykonos. By night 
We're having very serious discussions oh. about the industry of comedy and podcasting. That's so interesting. I would have... I would not have um, done that order of events. Oh, you would have done nighttime free time. Uh, yeah. You, you would have done daytimes <laughs> for learning, nighttime unstructured play. Yeah, the idea that Michael is going, we're going to Mykonos, but it's um at night. Well, That's what we need to do all of our I work. When you, when people, at Mykonos. When you see, one never, of the most notorious party islands in the world. But I, would have, I thought that it was sort of a daytime party zone. I've, I've, I mean, it's a 24-hour party zone, yeah. but I've never been. But whenever I see photos of it, it's always mm. people quad biking on the beach. Sure. That's kind of the thing. That's what I thought you went there to do. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, we go there to do, talk about podcasting. Exactly. <laughs> obviously, we're there, obviously, we are there for the podcasting. It'll be quite tough. It'll be bad audio quality with all of the like music and the... Yeah, the- <laughs> There'll be too much hullabaloo. Can you keep it down? We're trying to do a podcasting conference over here. But because uh, I think that's good, though. I'm I, shocked that no one else is doing this. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people are doing it, but like, there's no like, there's no like comedy junket in Australia. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a good point. But it's because there's no no one has any money to go on junkets. Well, maybe we need to be more affordable then. Maybe Mykonos isn't the deal. Yeah, Bali. Oh, I was I was gonna say like you know. Ballina or something. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, that's very affordable. Like, well, actually, is it? Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, I think Bali's pretty good. Mm-hmm. What's close? New Zealand? A podcasting conference in New Zealand? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing in New Zealand? Go jet boating in Christchurch or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit the slopes in Coronet oh, Peak. That's true. We could go skiing. I mean, if we're going skiing, is New- oh New Zealand is better than Australia, mostly, isn't it? Yeah. 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 All right. I think New Zealand's better than Australia in Most almost things. all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's so maybe our broad plan is sometime mm-hmm. we, we we should organize a. Comedy slash podcasting conference, tax write-off, and head over to New Zealand. Hit the slopes. I love it. I, can we call it Hullabaloo? Hullabalooza? <laughs> <laughs> but we spell loser L-O-S-E-R. <laughs> All right. Hullabalooza, the comedy and podcasting conference. Maybe in 2024, maybe in 2025. I'm into it. I really like that. Oh, that's great. Uh, what a great way to start. Mm. Um, We've got an aim now. We've got an aim. So I had something I wanted to bring up as well. Oh, yeah. um, obviously, we were um, supposed to put this podcast out after episode negative five. We haven't done that. So we'll yeah. probably be doing an episode negative five, negative four, double drop. Right? Yes. Um, but that's fine because we're still working out the kinks. Again, technically, the podcast is on Spotify. <laughs> But just Spotify, which is... Yes. The, anyway, uh, one of the kinks we're working out, mm-hmm. um, we've made a little adjustment today, mm-hmm. camera angles. We've gone up a little bit on the camera angle. Looking yep. forward to seeing what people think about that. <laughs> but it, um, you know that I go a bit crazy with editing Anything? Oh, yep. <laughs> it irritates me when people don't know how to use a camera, particularly given that there's cameras in phones. Uh-huh. I don't expect everyone to be a professional photographer. But sure. I, it kind of does blow my mind when people don't know how to take a basic photo. Okay. And yep. that's just general. That's my, my assumption is that every human being should be able... They know how to use their eyes. Mm-hmm. They should be able to take a photo. Uh, I think your level of basic photo, though, is probably different cause to other people's level of basic photo. Because, mm. I mean, I, this is probably peering behind the curtain a bit. But when, we were, was, when you work at Triple J, mm. you take, you know, I'd say like what? 15 photos a week or something like that, you, you know, where it's like an artist comes in or someone comes in and you're taking a photo with them for an interview. Mm. A comedian comes in, you're doing that. You know, you might be out doing some wacky stunt or whatever and then you take your photo of that, you know, yep. studio stuff. I would say I cannot think of a time that we did that 
that you didn't make us all retake it a dozen times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then fix the lighting, <laughs> and then was, oh, let's move over here. Three different angles, three different locations. I think over here there's better lighting. Oh no, I remember last time we did it, we'll go out the front, and it, it got yeah. to a point where um the video team um actually sent around a like a long list of like here is where the best lighting is in the you know yeah and I and it was well, very helpful but I think well that I was... already knew that they were sending that around for everyone else who was taking shit photos so so what's your what's your, why well, are you bringing, why are you bringing this the up? reason I bring it up is look it's, I know we're a little bit after Christmas we went for the very first time this year uh-huh. to get our photos taken with Santa. Oh, with the big man. We did we did the family Santa photo, which I've never done in my life. Oh, you know what's gonna feel great to say into a microphone? What? Santa isn't real. Don't text in. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are no children listening to this. No, uh, I mean, there's no one listening to this. That's uh, true. <laughs> we haven't told anyone about the podcast. Uh, Sorry, as a, as a quick this aside, is now Schrodinger's podcast. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Tree falling in the woods. That's what we should call the podcast. Yeah, Tree podcast falling in the woods. <laughs> Um, as a decide, anytime we would mention Santa, if we even hinted that Santa wasn't real, you'd get a dozen texts from angry parents being like, my children! And you're like, oh, shut up, who cares? Yeah, this, anyway. this show isn't for children. So um, you went to get your, your and who, who was in so the posse? me, Alex, and Olive. Classic trio. Classic trio, right? So we got there, and this was like in the city, you know, a big one, and we... Olive, you, can, you can name which one you went to. Because uh, I've been to them all, and I have a favourite. It was in the mall of like... Pitt Street Mall, almost. Oh, right. It or was like, just... it wasn't... So was it in I a it department like a store? city of Sydney, maybe? Oh, I wasn't... You didn't go to the, the department store. We uh, didn't. These people, these elves... These who were fucking working, elves. <laughs> were working at this place. I'm sure they were doing their best. But they did not know how to take a fucking photo. And it was insane. It was... We got the photo back. Mm-hmm. It is all headroom and width. They, they're not big photos, right? Like, they're just regular-sized photos. Mm-hmm. And we are probably this big in the in the photo. We're probably you're you're like fifteen percent of the photo, maybe. Yeah, and the rest of it is like a wagon wheel on the wall in the corner, the big tree in the side, and, and Olive's already quite small, so she's, she's you can't see her. And then they have the temerity to go like, "Oh, do you want a fridge magnet or whatever?" And you're like, "Yeah, sure, we'll get a fridge magnet." And the fridge magnet is fridge magnet size, so it's ten centimeters. So now we're one centimeter. Did they provide your magnifying glass to identify your daughter <laughs> in the? Insane. In the photo, I it, it drew, and it, the mm. resolution is shit. Right, the lighting is garbage. Oh, uh, Lewis, 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 the Lewis, absolute Lewis. nerve of these people. You're talking to a man who's had his photo taken with Santa so many times he's been asked to leave a Santa before. <laughs> Have I told you about that? No. Okay, so first of all, the best one in Sydney, and I know you'll disagree, but the best one in Sydney is the former Grace Brothers now Maya um, setup. That right? That's the best one. Whenever they're in town, I try and get my photo taken with Aaron Chen and Sam Campbell and a bunch of other Asian comedians. There's a lot of Asian Sam comedians. Sam Campbell? Yeah. It's all, it's, <laughs> it started off as just me, Chenny, and Sam, I think. And then everyone was like, lol, why is Sam there? And then over the years, we've added more and more Chinese slash Asian comedians. Uh, so now it's every, now it's like, you know, Jenny Tian and Jen Wong and who, Lizzie Hu or whoever else is in it. And then also Sam. <laughs> oh, that was a bit like when there was um, an Asian-Australian comedian group chat during the Melbourne yes. International Comedy Festival, and they added me just to spite you. Yes. But then they forgot I was there, and then some of the conversations started to get, like... Quite serious. Quite serious about, you know, genuine representation of Asian Australians <laughs> in the comedy scene. And I had to go... Fellas! Ladies and gentlemen. I'm 
I re- honestly, I agree with you, but I don't feel like I should be here for this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, but uh, but uh, one year, uh, it was maybe like it was, it was probably like five or six years ago. I was in LA. I was over in LA doing some improv classes because I love to waste money. And I love a loser. We need the button. (laughs) (laughs) And um, it was, I'd finished at SBS for the year. So it was December kind of time. And while I was there, I was like, oh, I can't get my photo taken with Chenny and Sam this year because they're not around. Mm. So, because I'm in LA, obviously. So I was like, I'll just go. Uh, It'll be funny if I get my photo taken. And I just send it to them and be like, where were you? Like, you guys didn't show up, mm-hmm. you know? And, mm-hmm. it, and so I, I looked up, like, fanciest mall in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. So I went to a place called The Grove, oh. which, which I'd never been to, obviously. But I'd I, when I saw the name, I was like, I've heard yeah. people reference that, like, in like shows. Like Kanye or whatever. He's like, yeah. I'll meet you at The Grove. Yeah, or, or someone's like, oh, I'm getting lunch at The Grove or whatever. Yeah. You know? Anyway, it's an insane mall. Is it? It's like, the, well, there's a big fountain and stuff and, uh. and, and there's like a, anyway, whatever. There's also a cheesecake factory. Uh, okay, so it's not all glitz and glamour. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, anyway, so I, I turn up to the Grove and it was, you know, a week before Christmas and the Grove is fucking packed. Oh, uh, yeah. Because what I had not realised is that I guess Los Angeles has a lot of people of leisure uh, who are free during the day. Actors and... Whatever, and yeah. with their families. And, it's, and, and it goes also because everyone's like... An actor and stuff. It's not just families who want to get. It's like freaks like me who are getting their photo taken or whatever mm. as well. Anyway, so I get there and there are like four hundred people in front of me, and I'm like, I'll just wait in line. I have got two hours. Yep. And I just wait in line and I'm just like, you know, on my phone or whatever, mucking about. And I I realize as I'm in the line that going to get your photo taken as a 30, man in his thirties mm. by himself without children. Around him, with, not just without children, without friends, <laughs> like a solo person. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this looks really bad. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm not doing anything illegal. You know, there's uh, like, but I'm anytime not- you have to think that to yourself, anytime you have to say, I'm not doing something illegal, it, like, what you're doing is morally wrong. I'm just buying a photo with Santa, and it's not like that's all I'm doing. I'm just going into a shop. Like, I Your Honour. They can't ask me to leave or whatever. So anyway, it get, it, the, it's taking so long to get there because all the fucking kids have got to talk to Santa. You yeah, know? What I, do you want? I, I, I don't have to. I'm just there for a photo to send <laughs> Jenny and Sam. You know what you want, a photo. Yeah. So it gets to like, I've been in the line for like 90 minutes now. It gets to like 4.30 and I'm still like, there's still like 10 groups in front of me. And I'm like, fuck, am I going to make it? And then the elves... Fucking elves. Fucking elves. They start doing a wander down the line and they're kind of like looking at everyone and making checking everyone's number and their registration and everything and stuff. And um they get to me and they go and they go, um because and there's also like 30 people behind me, right? There's so many people behind. And they get to me and they go, Hey, um, is your entire group here? And I was like, (laughs) Oh no, it's just me. (laughs) And they go, and they go, Oh, well look. There's a bunch of kids behind you. Mm. Can you, do you mind like, you know, letting them go and just coming back another day? And I was like, you know what? That's fair, right? That's absolutely fair. Yep. This will mean more to them than it will to me. Yes. So I left. Now, obviously, I had nothing to do the next day. (laughs) They didn't reckon on the absolute leisure time of Mr. (laughs) Michael Higgin LA. I'm on holidays. What else would I do in. 
Los Angeles, California. I've had I've had three CBD oil coffees, and I don't. <laughs> and I've got an improv class that doesn't start till Monday. Uh, so I turn up the next day, and this time I'm like, I don't want to get fucking staunched again, right? Mm. So this time I go at like ten o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. right? And there's like a few people there. Like, welcome not- back, Mister Hing. Well, no, I go, I turn up, and it's the same elves. Of course, but I should say as well because these are like. Elves. So if you're an elf in Sydney, you're just a kid who you're just a person who wants a whole a summer job. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're an elf in Los Angeles, you're like you're trying to break it into Hollywood. Yeah, you're <laughs> you know hoping I mean? that Spielberg's gonna direct like another weird movie mm. about Santa in AI or whatever. No, so what I so what I forgot to mention is the two elves is a man and a woman. They are like Hollywood attractive. Oh, hot elves. And asking me to leave, right? <laughs> so the next day I go back. <laughs> And it's the same elves. Yeah. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning. And they go, hey, uh, and I don't know why I said this. I was like, oh, I remember you guys from yesterday. Uh, I, I, was, I was in line. It got to the end. And you said, oh, there's kids. So I came back today. And then the lady elf, who's like, I don't know, 25 or something. Mm. She says to me, oh, look, it's, it, it's really just for groups. <laughs> Oh, for groups? I thought she was going to say for kids. Well, I think, well, she the said, but there, there were other, you know, there were, there were groups of friends who were there. Right. But she was like, it's just for It's groups. just for people with friends. <laughs> and I was like, what? That's not the spirit of Christmas, elf. And I was like, what? She's like, she's like, look, we're just, it's it's really just for like families and groups. Like, That's we don't discrimination. Really do <laughs> I'm allowed to be here. So I, that's why... <laughs> So I, I, I was like, well, I can't, I can't get my photo taken with Santa, Santa now. I'm humiliated. Oh, sh- <laughs> humiliated, shamed by an elf. So you better believe that I didn't go back. That that year did not go back to the, the Grove. The next year, however, yeah, I organ, I convinced about ten people to come to Disneyland with me. Oh, right? yeah, I remember that. It was me and Hum and you know um, some comedian friends, Tom and Demi and Amy Higgins and. Dave, like Dave and Jack, a bunch of my close comedy friends in the world. I we all went to Disneyland, and I had to get, obviously get them to LA. You know, mm. so I had to say, "Hey, do you guys want to go to Disneyland?" Yeah. But in my head, I was like, "There's going to be ten of us." <laughs> they can't say <laughs> the, no. This the year. Grove cannot refuse service to a group of ten. Oh wow! So like, what an incredible comeback story! <laughs> December nineteenth, <or> two <laughs> years later. I have. Have you told anyone at this point about your previous the Grove rejection? Of course not. Of okay, course right. Not. <laughs> so I'm there with my friends. Oh my god! And in, in LA, and we're like, everyone's like wanting to like do classic LA thing. We want to go see a show. We want to, you know. Buy legal weed or, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Do a personality test with the Scientologist. It's, yeah, we, we, we went and did that. All mm. that stuff. You know, you want to do all the fun tourist stuff. You want to go out to the observatory. You know, mm. all that kind of stuff. Hike Runyon Canyon. Yes. Hi, yeah, run, run a canyon or whatever, you know. Just, just, did you say run a canyon? Run a, is that what they do? In Runyon. Oh, Runyon Canyon is a... That's its a name place. of a canyon, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. It's so funny to me that you've been to LA and not done Runyon Canyon. Why would I? <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been I busy. <laughs> I just initially this trip I was like Hey you know it'd be fun You know it's Christmas you know, We've never been North America Christmas Why don't we all buy Christmas sweaters 
Oh right. wow! <laughs> wow, the so manipulation. We, we, <laughs> so we go to we go to like I don't know fucking H and M or whatever. And we sure. all buy like fifteen dollar Christmas ugly Christmas sweaters. Yeah. And then while I was there, I'm like, hey, do you got? We should go to Starbucks and get like the Christmas lattes or whatever they're doing. You know, oh a, yeah, you know gingerbread lattes. And then like I'm like, oh, you know, why don't we do it? You know what? We're just here. Why don't we do a secret Santa? It's like a ten dollar thing. And it was very funny because three separate people in our ten dollar secret Santa bought weed, which was great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. So after a couple of these things, after a week of doing that, and we went to Disneyland, I was like, mm. I've had such a nice time with you guys. We should commemorate this with a photo. Actually, you know what would be really funny? Why don't we go all go get a photo taken with Santa? <laughs> and it was like, why don't we do that? I'm like, I think it'd be great. I wonder if there's anywhere in LA that does it. <laughs> oh, you know what? At the, they do it at this place called The Grove. Have you guys heard of The Grove? <laughs> wow. So I got all my friends to go to The Grove. We all we, we get you know two big Ubers there or whatever. We, um, we get out and I... Get there, and I recognize the elves from last Same time. Same elves. Same. I'm like, well, they, I, I, mean, I don't know 100%, but I'm like, it looked like the same elves. Same vibe. Same vibe. <laughs> Bit elf racist. You probably just recognized their funny hats. <laughs> yeah, just the costume. You just saw white yeah. veneers and a pointy yeah. hat. Then I was like, oh, oh I've, um, I need to go to the bathroom. So I said, can you, how to hum? I was like, can you go book us in? Mm. And so I sent her forward yeah. with the group. So I was. Not, not there, you know what I mean? Oh, in case they recognise you. But why would they care? Well, I, I just didn't want to. I just didn't want them to know how that I've been thinking about this for a year, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or in two years or whatever. Wow. Every year. And anyway, so I came out from the bathroom, joined the line, snuck in at the back, got our photo taken, and 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 honestly, it's a fucking great photo. Yeah, it's one. Of, it's it's a really happy memory of mine, in particular because well, of course you you got your comeuppance. I was a victor over the Grove Corporation. There's no greater feeling than comeuppance. Wait, anyway, so I can also they recommend got their comeuppance. Okay, I think they got their comeuppance. Yeah, by accepting you know forty dollars or whatever from me for a photo. <laughs> um, wow. But um, that's so I can crazy. I can recommend the Grove as a place to. But I I also think the Maya. In Sydney is the best one. Is yeah. that they like these people weren't even used? Start to come back to how shit this was. Oh yeah, the the you you're trying <laughs> to create happy memories, and all you've done is create furious like yeah. sketches of a memory. I look again without anyone to, could be in that photo. I think this podcast in this our show really has always been you and I taking pot shots at pathologizing each other. So I will say that I think a lot of people mm-hmm. when they receive the first santa photo they do with their child mm. i would think that it, the quality of the photo wouldn't matter a lot because they would be they would be focused on the experience and the memory and the fact that this is their child now yeah <laughs> you can't you can't enjoy the memory when the distillation of that memory is such poor quality it's just it's poor it comes down to poor quality <laughs> That's just not good enough. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, so that was anyway. We should hopefully, um, we should hopefully be doing better camera angles ourselves. Do we think? I think yeah. this is okay. There's a weird like reflect. I mean, no one's gonna see this. There's a reflection behind us because the wall is shiny. But that's yeah. okay. Well, you know what? It makes it reminds me of the kind of um, like sleaze era of photography. Oh, sure. That was big in like the American Apparel era. Yes. Like yes. very like. We're just making everything flashy. Yeah. Like, as yeah, in, it yeah. has a big flash on it. Yeah. So, I think we're kind of retro. Oh. We're doing some retro <laughs> sort of indie sleeves, which is... Um, we could wear some tight jeans and start a band. Yeah. Why we not? Could, we could be in 
the Arctic Monkeys. Sure. <laughs> um, I told you about the time that I went to see the Black Keys, um, and there was a guy that was so drunk that while the Black Keys, the drummer of the Black Keys, curly hair, big glasses. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Black That's Keys cool. were on stage. Yeah. And a guy, drunk Australian guy, obviously, came up to me and started asking me questions about what it was like to be in the Black Keys. <laughs> While the Black Keys <laughs> were <laughs> within sight. I'm like, the person you think I am is there. <laughs> He's on guy. stage. You're listening to him right now. Um, uh, I, have, I have another thing to, to bring up. Uh, two, actually, two, two things to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you remember when we left Triple J, we had to ask some statues made? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we had them installed uh, at the Newcastle Museum. For yeah, a while. and then the Newcastle Museum didn't want them anymore. So after a couple of weeks, shocking. So I think I was up there. We were up there for a gig. I think we oh, were yeah. doing a farewell show. Yep, and we put them in my car, and then whatever. I've had yep. them ever since. Yes. Um. Now, obviously, we're, we're having to move stuff around in the house right now to get ready for yeah um, the, the new, child, the new child. Um. And so I've had to turf out the the statues. Right. Ah, okay. Not into the bin. Yep. I've just put them in our car space, in our apartment, in our car space, right? Yeah. Do you, I think eventually once this, um, once we sort of like become like Wayne's World leaving the basement, oh, yeah. you know, once we get all the investment and we become millionaires, mm. podcasting moguls, yeah. I think we'll get a bunch of that old stuff from our previous Show, yeah. career yeah. and it'll become like a you set know, or something. Well, it'll go into the National Film and Sound Archive. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I think. Well, currently uh, the two busts of our head made mm. by Tank that I think by his admission... Don't look a lot like us. No, they both look identical and neither of them look like either of us. Yeah. They are sitting in our garage bit. It was just an open car park. Sure, you yeah, know, yeah. You parked yep. there today. So they could be stolen by someone, I guess. But, you know. Well, Who would It is what her. it is. Yeah. Hum is, parks in that spot with her car. Mm-hmm. And she was getting out of her car one day and a guy ran up to her. And he was like, what are those? And she was like, oh, they're like the statues. And he's like, yeah, is that Hobber and Hing? Oh. And she was like, yeah. And the guy was like, <laughs> how did you get them? Oh, wow. Because obviously... He I thought she was a lucky prize winner. No one... I mean, if you've listened to the show, you might know that my partner's name's Hum. But you yes. wouldn't know what she looks like. It's radio. No, it's true. So he thought that she was... And Hum didn't real. She was like... She was like... She, she just was, thought he was an art lover. Well, no. <laughs> she was just... She was like, I don't know. They're my boyfriends or whatever. Uh, and then walked inside. Right, and then afterwards realized, oh, <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know that you were Hing. <laughs> he just thought. Now he thinks that I've gi- that I've given them to her boyfriend, yes. whoever that may be. Yes. and he's kept them like a freak. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> have you encountered this person? In- no, I have no idea. Do, do, do you think this person's a resident? They do live in the building. He so did, someone yeah. in there is one person in this building who's a Hobber and Hing fan, or or an enemy. We don't know. I guess. Oh, that's true. I don't, I, him, I don't know if he ever said to her he was a fan. But anyway, if you live in, actually, I'm not going to say my address. <laughs> I think that's really <laughs> smart. Uh, but speaking of our old career, Lewis. Oh yeah. Um, I don't, uh, we've been doing this podcast for I don't know 40 minutes now or something. Yeah. You haven't even mentioned that I got a haircut. Oh damn! Um, I got a haircut. Well, do you know what? What? You haven't mentioned that I got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so I got it. Well, touche. Yeah. Uh, I got a haircut on Thursday, and it's the first time I've gone to a hairdresser. I did notice, but uh, mm. you're right. I didn't say anything. I I didn't notice. Um, no, you don't know anything no, about me. No. Um, I, <laughs> I, I I went and got my hair cut for the first time properly at a hairdresser for over a year. Um, and the hairdresser, when I, I, she was like, I know you. 
And I was like, I was like, yeah, I've been, I've been coming here for ages, you know. Yeah. And she goes, no, 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 no. And then she looked me up on the computer, and huh. she was like, with the blonde hair. Oh. And I was like, what? She was like, she's like, I knew I knew you. She was like, your friend ruined your hair. Not true. And then you had to come here to get it fixed. Oh, okay. It's she remembered right. me coming in. Yeah. And having bright orange hair because you. Because during the pandemic, when people were bleaching their hair at home, we thought it'd be funny for us to have a crack at it. Lewis bleached my hair. Nailed it. It um, caused... I had <laughs> the worst dandruff ever for like six months <laughs> after that because the bleach burnt my scalp so much. It looked yeah, bright exactly. orange. And then I had to go and spend genuinely hundreds of dollars to get it fixed at a hairdresser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Worth she, it, I think. We have, well, I th- so we, we have... Uh, a person, I, we have some notoriety in Sydney's Chinatown. Is that right? Mean? Yeah, for being uh, for having the white guy who ruined the Chinese Ru- guy's yeah. hair. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, well, um, tell them I said uh, I am looking for a job at the moment. So if they need anyone <laughs> to do any hair bleaching, I am available. I want to come back to um, you were talking about being very frugal earlier. Um, yeah. Well, look, I waste a lot of money. Yes, but I, but I like to waste a lot of money on discounts. I've seen you carry around large wads of cash, like very large wads of cash, yeah. because of the discount paying cash will get you. Yeah. So here's a here's one thing that I wanted to run by you. Mm-hmm. How often do you enforce the price match guarantee? Oh, in, anytime it's available. To really? You. Okay. Of course. What do you mean? I don't know. That, what... It's a guarantee. For some reason, I. I obviously love to get a discount. I'm not like everybody, but I will. What I will just do is look around, find the cheapest price, and go there. You know, I'll find. Oh, I'll right, go yeah. to the place that is cheapest already, mm. rather than go to the place that is closest to me. Show them the cheaper price, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then force them to match it as if I as in some kind of like arm wrestle. I prefer to just go to the cheapest location and not have the altercation. Oh n- no, no, no! They 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 love matching a price. Do they? Well, Why? They, well, okay. It depends on what you're buying. But just say for me, if I was buying like, say, a stereo or something, right? Yeah. And I look online, I know what stereo I want. It's, a, it's 200 bucks and then I, whatever. And then I go to JB Hi-Fi and they've got it for 300 or whatever. Yeah. Do you genuinely think the 24-year-old shop attendant at, at JB Hi-Fi is going to give a shit that the JB Hi-Fi Corporation is not going to make more money? Like, they don't care. I know, but there's just something about that um, interaction that I've never enjoyed. Just me going like, hey, I've got a cheaper price. And I know you have to match it because oh. uh, you've made a promise. So here you're it holding is. them accountable here to their. That's the, their marketing. A price I know, match guarantee. But that's what I. I think to your point, this 24 year old at JB Hi-Fi, they yeah. didn't make this promise. They're just now having to like gro- go. Oh, okay, sir. They're having to mm. do. They're having to lick my boots because some hotshot so, in marketing made a promise right. that now they have to they've, carry they've, out. They've written a, ca- a check that they have to cash now. I would. This is how I do it. I would go in and I'd be like. I'd be like, oh, I'm interested in stereo. They'd show me the one. And then I'd be like, do you guys price match? And they'll be like, yeah. They're always keen to talk about it because <laughs> they want to make the sale. Oh, they love to They love to price match. They want to price match because they think it'll get you over the line. Uh, so, so, see, you go, so you yeah. say to them, hey, do you guys price match? And they go, yeah. And you go, oh, great. I'm going to look somewhere else, see what the prices are. I'll come back. I'll definitely come back because you've been really helpful. Right? Interesting. Okay. So then, You can't just Google it on your phone in front of them? In my experience, the price match usually has to be an in-store offer rather than an online retailer. Because sometimes with online retailers, there are parallel imports that... Oh, God, what am I? I'm really yeah, going down a you've hole over, I, I guess when I asked, have you enforced the price match guarantee, I should have known... I was born in the price match guarantee, <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> so you would have... Um, at, at, at the um, 
shopping center closest to here, mm-hmm. the uh, Broadway shopping center, right? Um, there is a JB Hi-Fi, and, and on the level below, there is a Harvey Norman. So I've I've done the ping pong between there. Oh. <laughs> like you've gone up, I like, exactly. like a real estate agent with two buyers yeah, going up and going. Of course, they've matched the offer. Can you give me five percent more? I've, I've thought about getting a guy's number and calling him from the other store and putting them on speaker and being like, making right. them haggle for your love. Yeah, I'm like. It's fun for them, you know? It's fun for them. Of course them. it is. They get Because if one guy doesn't really need the sale or whatever one guy does, like, you know, then they can be like, Farron, you have this one, you know? And you'll do this for a cable? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah I'll do this for a PlayStation. They're going to do it for cable. $8. Can do you do that for a controller? Can you do it for seven? <laughs> I'll do this for, I don't know, I'll do this for a Kendrick CD. I don't care. Like, yeah. <laughs> you still do buy CDs. That's not just a dated reference. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what? So did you recently do a price match guarantee? I had to do it for the first time and I was with Alex. Uh-huh. And she loves a haggle. She loves a bargain, maybe even more than you. She like mm. she she'll sometimes say to me like, "Hey, set me a challenge," and and I'll be <laughs> like, "Okay, you have to like fix our backyard for a hundred dollars." She's like, "Oh, good one." <laughs> <laughs> and she'll come back in like a week, and she's done it. Um, um, so what were you buying? So we were. This was actually relevant to you. Um, you'll need one of these, mm-hmm. a pram, Michael. I think I could buy. I think I could make one. So. <laughs> For, you, get a skateboard. <laughs> you get a skateboard and you steal a shopping basket I've, from yeah, Coles. I've got, you know, I've got a picnic basket. <laughs> get some liquid nails. <laughs> and some roller skates. <laughs> and then you go to Clark Rubber. You buy a baby-sized little bit of, uh, of pool lining. <laughs> got yourself a pram. Uh, so we were buying a, a travel pram, like uh-huh. a smaller pram. Um, and there's a baby store right near us and we knew that there was another baby store selling it really cheaper but it was just like further away and we couldn't be bothered and she's like oh we'll go there and enforce the price match and i was like and i couldn't say to her i've never done that before (laughs) because i felt a bit like i should have been i should have done it before like in my life have there been times where you've knowingly paid not the best price for something no but there have been times where i've knowingly traveled a really (laughs) annoying distance to go to the location that I know is cheapest, rather than just go to the closest one and force them to give me right, a okay, better okay. deal. <laughs> but then you're like, you're paying for petrol and you I know, tolls I know. and parking and everything. I know, I know. I just, I don't like the, um, I don't like the interaction. I don't like the power imbalance of it. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm bullying them. I don't care. No one cares. Have you worked in retail? Yeah, but never in a price match retail no, environment. I worked at, I worked in, obviously, um, the only job I've had before this was bottle shop, ding, etc. Yeah. I... I I worked in bottle shops for five years. I my personal. Did you opinion, have a price match at the bottle shop? Of course we did. Really? Price match bottle shop? Yeah. And I never gave a shit. Of course I not. Why would I give a shit? It's like the owner who's paying me like nineteen dollars or eighteen dollars an hour, whatever it was. Yeah. You know, do I care what he's making? No, mm. I don't. Care. This, this is the guy that makes me scrub floors. Yeah. I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'd love. In fact, this is what ended up happening, right? So we had one person um, at this baby store. Who she did the thing that you did? We showed her the thing on the phone. And we were like, "Hey, it's cheaper here," and it was like, "This prams can get quite expensive." Yeah, we were buying a very expensive pram for like very cheap price. Alex had been like waiting for it to get to this price, oh. right? And she was like, "We gotta go. It's hit the price. It's hit the floor. We gotta buy My a low sell high." Go. Yeah. So we all we ran out and we and then we were like, "You've got to match this price," and she was like, "Well, you we don't have to match that price because it's a something something promotion or whatever." And we oh. were like, oh, okay, well, she's like, but we'll match like this price, which is like $100 more or whatever. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, fine. Um, and then we got to the front desk mm-hmm. and we had 
we had a we had a young Michael Hing, oh, a woman sure. who was like, we were like, well, we had it cheaper on here, but your friend, she was like, it wouldn't work. She's like, oh yeah, she can't do that because it's an online thing. But she's like, try looking up this shop. You had an agent on the inside. She was undermining her own baby a store agent. from the inside. We were like, this is incredible. And you know what? It, it was that thing where I was like, I'm definitely coming back here because I know this place will shoot itself in the foot to make me happy. <laughs> I can't believe I've been going this whole time. Not yeah. price matching. Yeah, no. You gotta price match. You gotta price match. People love it. I didn't <laughs> yeah, know. Because, because also, I thought people hated it. Here's here's the great thing about giving a discount at a shop. When yeah. you're when you're just a, a low level, like, you know, um, retail worker like I was. Mm. The great thing about giving a discount is you can do something that will make their day. Yeah. And it costs you personally nothing. Oh. Cost you fucking nothing. Nothing. Oh my god! I, I mean, look. Obviously, if my boss was cutting into the profits of the shop, in a you know, yes. in, in a ma- maybe I might have thought, thought twice about it then because I've got my own personal interest at stake there, sure, right? But they're if, not. I'm, if I'm getting thirty cents per bo- bottle of wine I sell, sure. But they're not. They're asking you to tap dance for the shareholders. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm getting paid eighteen dollars an hour, rain, hail or shine, whether mm. I sell a case of beer or a hundred <laughs> cases of beer. I don't give a fuck what price I sell them at. Oh. well, I tell you what, I'm a price matcher now, baby. <laughs> I'll be matching prices everywhere I go. In fruit shops. Cafes. <laughs> yeah. I have, there's a place down the road doing a long black for 4.30. Uh, now, feels good. Now, look, if you do, you, they've got to make the guarantee. If they yeah. haven't made the guarantee and you go price match and they go, no, you don't have a leg to stand on. No. Well, then I'm just asking strangers to haggle for fun. Yeah. And I don't think I have that in me. Uh, so... That that's um that's probably my biggest news of the week. I'm it's a, great um, that since we left Triple J, most of this podcast is us talking about ways to save and make money. <laughs> Tax evasion, is, price, matching. price matching. Last week we talked about sponsorships. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, we should probably recap. I know um you don't need to recap in a podcast. Yeah, but I do feel like at the end of uh, episode one, which again is episode negative five, episode negative five, and yep. also we haven't told anyone about <laughs> at time of recording episode negative four. Yeah. We did have a lot of questions for Action the audience. Items. Yes. Now we haven't uh, developed any audience yet because we haven't told anyone this exists. No. But so when that audience starts to build, just to remind people, it was like question one, do you think the models in advertisements for glasses brands mm-hmm. are wearing glasses or are they photoshopped on an in post? Yep. That's question one. Mm-hmm. Question two was, uh, should we change our Instagram handle from at not Hobber and Hing official mm-hmm. to just Hobber and Hing yep. or even Hobber and Hing official? Because the reason for not Hobber and Hing was so the ABC couldn't steal our yes. account from us. We yes. no longer work for them. So that now we just could simplify our lives, Yes, which would make me very happy. <laughs> uh, third question. Do you have any secrets? You would like us to reveal during episode one of this podcast, mm-hmm. which when is going to be in like three or four episodes of time, when we take to the skies in a hot air balloon. Hashtag take to the skies. <laughs> sky immunity. For sky immunity and say all the things that were unsayable on the ground. Yes. That's the third one. There may have been some others. I've forgotten. <laughs> I think. Question. Well, why don't we do this? Question four. Were there any other action items <laughs> we missed? <laughs> Oh, what are we going to call the podcast? I think that was one. Yeah. I think Hobber and Hing podcast. Well, look. At the moment, honestly, it's, Hobber it's Hobber and Hing podcast. And I have done that. I, oh, well, that's, I just want to put it in. And I don't know how to change it. Uh, okay. So, and it's already on Spotify. Okay. So, it, it, might, it might mean if we change it, we might get taken off Spotify. I don't actually know. I actually, I, well, that would mean we're taken off the only place we currently exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which would be actually fulfilling our dream of creating a podcast 
that is just you and me talking for an hour, you know, editing it. Some friends, when they want to see each other, they just meet up and talk. They don't need to have the rigmarole of the podcast. But you and I refuse to spend no. time together socially. So <laughs> won't do it. Won't do it. It's got to be here. Got to be. Got to. Got to be content, baby. Hear this sound. That's friendship, baby. <laughs> okay, cool. So there's a couple of other things. Is there anything to add to that list this week? I don't think so. I there? don't think so. Um, I did have one more thing I wanted to get to, but it's so out of nowhere, and I think it's going to send us into a Lewis. We can just save it for the next episode. We don't. We don't, there's no. It's not like we would need anyone to. listen to this. It's so hard for me to know. I've never done a podcast that's like this pointless before. It's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I guess that's the sixth question. Uh, would you listen to this? Three. Yeah, so on episode negative three, here's a tease. Which will also be episode, th- the third, third episode. episode. Yeah. Coming up on episode negative three. Oh, yeah. Lewis's story. So you've got to do What's, a bit of a sizzle. Now. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, coming up on episode negative three, Lewis has noticed something. About the way geniuses are portrayed on television shows. <laughs> okay, so a discussion of geniuses next week on the Hover and Hing podcast. See you then.